What's up, iTab Online community? Welcome to another episode of the Lost in the Shuffle podcast, which is brought to you by your online source for tap dance education. That is itaponline.com. My name is Hillary Marie, and I am your host. And I'm just all about supporting you in your tap dance journey with quick and easy access to new knowledge and fresh inspiration. And that is what it's all about at itaponline.com. That is what it's all about here at the Lost in the Shuffle podcast. And today, my friends, we are talking about the three instruments of a tap dancer, what I consider to be the three instruments of a tap dancer. And I'm going to go one by one. But at the end of this episode, I will be sharing with you one of the instruments that we often do not think about that is so wildly important for us as a tap dancer that I bet you're not taking care of. I really, really bet you on it because it's something that really just most recently became super important to me. So let's get started, you guys. Let's work from the ground up. And the first instrument of a tap dancer is the floor. Now, everybody has their own preference based on the feel and the sound. So some people like a fast floor, and a fast floor is one that's a little more slippery, really good for sliding, and others like a slower floor, which is a little bit stickier, and maybe those people that like a slower floor, you know, they like to feel a little bit more grounded and a little more connected to the floor. Some people prefer oak over maple because of the grain or the sound difference. Some people like floors that have a sound chamber and others don't like that open, hollow sound. And, you know, there are some people out there who prioritize portability over all the other things that I just listed. So you can check out episode seven, which is called Tap Dance Floors Part One, where I give you guys a breakdown of every in-studio floor I have ever installed or built on my own. And episode 13, which is Tap Dance Floors Part Two, where I discuss every single portable tap dance floor that I have ever owned as well. And it is a long, long list, you guys. I am very passionate about sharing my experiences with you guys to hopefully save you some time and save you some money in finding the instrument, the floor that is best for you. And actually, it's kind of funny. As I'm thinking about a portable floor, you know, one of the things that always happens to me when I do gigs in like live music clubs, jazz clubs, for example, like Dizzy's Club Coca-Cola for Jazz at Lincoln Center or Highline Ballroom, you know, places that are not meant for concert dance. The goal is live music. And so I always, always, always bring a portable floor with me. And my favorite, of course, is the fast foot tap floor, which you could get more info on in episode 13. But one of the things that the sound engineer always jokes with me about is he says you know man I think it's just so crazy and funny that you bring your floor with you everywhere literally the floor you stand on and I always say to this person I'm like yeah but it's my instrument you know you never 
look at a musician and think it's strange that they would bring their saxophone or their violin. So, you know, it's not strange that I would bring my floor with me because it's part of my instrument. So there you go, you guys, from the ground up, your first instrument is your floor. Now your second instrument are your shoes. And that's if you even choose to wear them. You know, I did a barefoot tap dance recording of the song Hallelujah, and I will post the video of that in the show notes of this episode. And show notes can always be found at itaponline.com. And then you just click on podcast and you scroll till you find the episode that you are looking for. So your second instrument are your shoes. And tap shoes are not limited to the traditional custom, you know, aluminum taps and leather tap shoe. You know, you can even have wooden taps. You could even do leather soles. I do a lot of dancing in leather soled shoes myself. It's really my preference. I love the sound. It's a little bit more earthy. It's more natural for me. And the sound of a tap shoe itself is, um, it's really intense to me. You know, the timbre of it is, it's just so It's so up there for me that I really, really do love and prefer the sound of a leather shoe. So you can check out episode 22, which is titled, What Tap Shoes Should Your Students Wear? Where I give you a recommendation on what type of tap shoes are best for your students based on their age and level. And then there's episodes 23 and 24, where I am joined by Matt at Dancing Fair in Minnesota talking all things tap shoes. He is a cobbler and one of the very well-known people in the tap dance community who just churn out awesome tap shoes regularly a beautiful product is his gs1 tap shoe which i love to wear that is my favorite one i just got two brand new pairs of shoes from him one has taps the other does not and is leather sold and you know i just always love the quality of Matt's GS1s. But what's really cool about these interviews that I did with him is we talk about so much about tap shoes that I bet you didn't even know. We talk about how they're made. We talk about all of the different types of taps that are available, all the different ways that you can customize the shoe, and so much more. So that's episodes 23 and 24. And then in episode 25, I did a professional tap shoe review. So this was all of the different professional tap shoes I have worn. And then in episode 26, I talk about the difference between heels and flats, how they feel different, how you have to approach your technique and your dancing differently, and why you might want to wear one over the other. So I truly feel that tap shoes are an instrument and what that means is that you have to find the one that is best for you and I hope that all of those different episodes will help you out with that. So now, number three, our third instrument, the third instrument of a tap dancer is the body, you guys. The human body it is the original instrument of the world and it's the instrument that we use in our art form and that being said you know what I'm gonna say 
You have to, have to, have to take care of your body. And I did tell you in the beginning of this episode that I was going to share with you one part of your instrument that I bet you are not taking care of. And it's not just the body. I'm going to get to it in a minute. But before I share that with you, I want to tell you to check out episode 18, where I talk about tap dance injuries, all of the different injuries that I have sustained and the different changes that I have made in my dancing, in my life, in my daily routine, my weekly routine to prevent them from happening again. And in episodes 19 and 20, I have a two-part interview with Dr. Daria Aller, who is a physical therapist and a tap dancer and one of my awesome students and she was so kind to share with us information on how to properly warm up, how to cool down, how to prevent injury and how to deal with one when it does happen. So we also talk about cross training and so much more. So check out those episodes. But as promised to you, here is the one part of your body, of your instrument that I bet you have not been thinking about. And that is your ears. I am starting to have to wear hearing protection when I dance. You know, I noticed a few years back that every tap festival panel discussion that I have ever done, and if you've never been to a tap festival before or checked out a panel discussion, I have some really cool episodes with Justin Miles and Mark Orsborne and Brill Barrett and so many other people where, you know, it's we're all at a tap festival and there's a panel discussion where all of the artists on faculty will sit down and answer questions from the crowd and I noticed a few years back that every panel discussion I have ever done at a tap festival whenever somebody asked a question the entire panel of faculty would lean forward like almost out of their seats and would say I can't hear you can you say that louder so you guys we are all losing our hearing and we shouldn't really be shocked you know tap dance is loud as hell and I never thought much about hearing protection until I met my husband who is a drummer and he takes his hearing protection seriously and at first I thought it was silly but as time has moved forward I have learned that this is real you guys we have to protect our hearing because our body is our instrument and our ears are key to what we do. So I mentioned in my Tap Floors episode that when I dance at home, in my home studio, I have an Omera floor. And this floor is so loud. It's so loud that I started wearing hearing protection. So I dance in noise-canceling headphones that also allow environmental sound in if I choose to allow it in. So I can go straight noise-canceling or I can go more hearing protection style and allow the environmental sound through. And I love these headphones. They're Bluetooth and they're also great for traveling. So I will put a link to those headphones in the show notes of this episode so that you can check them out if you are in the market for a new pair but the sound of this floor is so loud and the room that I'm in is very live so it's a bit echoey it's smaller you know the 
the walls are very flat so nothing is really dampening the sound from bouncing around and it's just super loud so I've started dancing and hearing protection there and I really recommend that you consider taking care of your hearing you can use noise canceling headphones or plugs you know you can go low end and get some cheaper earplugs or you can go higher end and get some custom molded to your ear in your plugs with interchangeable decibel filters so depending on how far in you are in your tap dance journey you can choose what's best for you and now I wear hearing protection when I practice and when I travel especially if I'm getting on the subway or an airplane because it is just super loud and you guys I don't mention this to scare you I'm not saying you know if you take a you know one hour once a week tap class I'm not saying that you got to come in with earplugs because your teacher might look at you like you're a little bit crazy. I'm really talking about the people who eat, sleep, and breathe tap dance. If you are a tap dance teacher who is regularly in a room with 20 tap dancers, you need to consider protecting your hearing. If you are regularly practicing at home and you're jacking the volume up because, you know, of course you got to hear the music over your dancing and you're just noticing that this is really intense sound level, then I truly do recommend that you consider an alternative way of practicing. You know, maybe get those headphones for yourself. So there you have it, you guys, from top to bottom, the three instruments of a tap dancer include the body, the shoes, and the floor and I very much hope that if you have not done so already that you check out these other episodes for some recommendations on shoes, floors, how to take care of your body, all of those awesome things that contribute to you having an extra peaceful and extra awesome tap dance journey. So I would love to hear from you as always. It is always my request at the end of every single episode that you comment, that you comment and share with me your thoughts. You know, do you think there's another instrument that I missed? Is there a certain tap shoe that you like? Is there a certain tap floor that you enjoy? Are you somebody who's already been considering hearing protection in your dancing? I would love to hear from you. You can always comment in the show notes of this episode or by heading to itaponlinecommunity.com, which redirects you automatically to the ITAP Online Community Facebook group, which you can also request to be a part of directly from Facebook. So that is it for today, you guys. I wish you all the best in everything that you do in your tap dance journey. I very much hope that we can share some shuffles together soon. And if you have not had a chance to yet, go ahead and visit itaponline.com and check out being a family member. ITAP Online family members have 24-7 unlimited access to the ITAP Online video library, which is host to over 100 breakdown videos on tap dance technique, musicality, improvisation, historical choreography, teaching tips, and so much more. You can check that out at itaponline.com and click membership up in the corner. And 
If you haven't done so already, if you feel like you've learned something new from a Lost in the Shuffle episode, please celebrate that and share the love with a five-star rating and a review. Your five-star rating and review helps other tap dancers learn about this podcast because you guys we are in an algorithm world right now and if you can help me out and throw a five-star rating an honest review to let people know that this is where they can come to have access to new knowledge and fresh inspiration I would be so so appreciative so again I wish you all the best in absolutely everything that you do I cannot wait to share a shuffle with you soon you can always shuffle with me at itaponline.com and I will catch you there (laughs) 